I'm quitting BB Edit to go to Fudge Packer because they have better bundle bots. How are you? Me? You. I'm 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 fine. How are you? Uh, better, I think, better. Dan, Dan, Dan. Not all the way back, but you know. It's mm. a slow, it's better by degrees. Hmm. It's been a long time, man. It feels like it's been a really long time. I had to go into the archives of our uh, program. Um, the annals. Real, the annals. Hmm. Hmm. Artist annal. And I discovered that it was two weeks ago we did our last program. Why that long? That's, that's, oh, you know, I just have stuff to do. I, my business <laughs> no, papers. I mean, <laughs> uh, well, you know, I mean, you've been... <laughs> 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 you cough button. I know. I need. I, well, uh, I have it. It's under. The, it's under the dead. Like that. There you go. Um, I have a kind of cough button. What I do is I, I take this dirty dish towel and oh, when I put it over this, I, <laughs> uh, how's that sound? Actually, that's what I'm hearing right now because my ears are still all clogged up. Come to me, my melancholy baby. <laughs> Should we start over? No, this is good. This is solid. How's it going? Good week? No. No. I will, um, say, I will say, you know, and, and this is your show. I don't make it about me. Mm-hmm. But I will say, uh, in, I was so sick last week. It's the sickest I've ever been, not as an adult, just ever in my whole life. It's the sickest you've ever been in your in whole life. In my whole entire life. Um, I've never, you're not I've, that young. That's crazy. I've never been that sick before in my whole life. Uh, I never felt so bad and never had so many things simultaneously wrong with me. And my wife made a comment after the th- third day where I was just in bed and couldn't do anything and had a hundred and one hundred and two degree fever for three days. She says, you know, in the almost 20 years I've known you, I've never seen you sick in bed before. And I've never, I missed the entire week last week. I came in on Wednesday for like an hour or two. Other than that, which was stupid. I don't know what I did that for. I've never, I haven't missed a single day of work in 10 years. Uh, There might have been situations where I said, well, I'll work from home today, but I still was productive and working. That might have happened. As far as you can remember. You can't account for fugue states. Nobody writes that down. That's true. I mean, it's quite possible that I'm. Had a, that's, a that's several year a long fugue state, but I, I didn't miss. What? I didn't miss a day of work due to illness right. in ten years, and yet, and last week I missed a whole week. And so having a fever sick. for three days is a long time to have a fever. It sure is, and a fever for a day is a long time of a freaking fever. I enjoy it for for a little while. You like that? Oh, I make a lot of connections. Um, <laughs> oh, I get, to, I get yeah. to talk to people I haven't seen in a while. Um. I get to imagine that the fireplace is, you know, talking to me. What's your call to action when you have a fever? Call to action. Like how you treat it, you get, a, you get, get, get some soup and a warm towel. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, with a fever, jeez, I, I don't know. See, I used to think I knew things about illness. And uh, I realized that most of what I knew was wrong. Like, not just a little wrong, but like incredibly wrong. And I still don't know the difference between like a cold and a virus and whatever John Syracuse. Neither does John Syracuse, you know, he thinks. Have you ever heard him talk about that? The stuff he thinks, <laughs> so he thinks there's all kinds. He thinks it'll keep you from getting a cold. Yeah. He you thinks could, the flu shot's going to just keep you healthy. Like it's I, like eating an apple, like eat an apple a day and you won't. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, apple a day keeps whatever thing I don't understand away. I don't have to worry about getting a stomach flu. You will not get sick. I don't have to worry about it. I got my shot. <laughs> Don't have to worry about breaking my arm if I fall. I got a shot. 
<laughs> That's pretty good. That's him. He can't fire back. He's uh, well, they don't. They're not doing the car show now. They're just doing the. It's a very good show. That tech show is really fun. Yeah. But uh, I don't think I don't think he would take the time. I don't think he would <laughs> he would stoop to fire back at us at this point. He might be. Like, might follow yeah. up if I wasn't involved. He might be uh, do it from the um, <laughs> the elves in uh, police box. Show. Yeah, the in- incomparable. Do you have any idea? Uh, do you have any <laughs> inside knowledge? <laughs> it just took it. I'm a little. I'm a little slow, but I'll get there. You and me both, buddy. Yeah, you know what? I, I don't want to make a big deal out of this, Dan. You know me. I don't make big deals out of things. Not you. But I just I would like to get a, just a rough idea of who I have to blow to get on the incomparable. Just a short list. <laughs> I could go out. I could get some breath mints. It's just, I, I don't, you know what I think it is? Can I be honest? I think it is that you made fun of Jason Snell's voice and I laughed. And I think now he's going to make my life a living hell by never letting me be, he's going to, you know what he's going to do? He's going to, he's going to put it out there. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to wave a little minnow under my nose sometimes, but I don't think he's ever going to let me be on his program. And you know how that breaks my heart? It's one of my favorite podcasts. That breaks my heart. Uh, I think here's the key. You want to know the key to Jason Snow? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that would be super helpful. The key to, to Jason Snow. Well, I don't know if I should give it away in here. Oh, let me see. Uh, I think you're, I think you're mobbed up with that guy. Oh God. I wish I was. Yeah, he'd be the right guy to, to the handsome get guy in bed with. I, I love his I love his hair. Everybody that works at Macworld has good hair. He's well, the kind of guy. He'll be eighty years old. He'll still have brown hair, combing it, and have that boyish charm. Mm-hmm. Didn't you go to Berkeley? Yale. Yale. Okay. Berkeley's still a school, though, right? They should, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, you're up there, or whatever. I'm on the other side, but I think it's where same uh, difference to the rest yeah. of us. It's like, well, no, that's the other side. I don't. I think Benjamin Braddock went there. Hmm? Benjamin Braddock. Oh, uh, the one from that movie where they put the, like the black stuff in the one shower head. And when she goes in there, take the shower, it's all black. I think you're thinking of little rascals. Oh, buckwheat. <sighs> no, you know, buckwheat, Does buckwheat, that... was, buckwheat was the second, uh, <laughs> of the, uh, of the, of that, uh, mm, tread, had... tread carefully, my friend. Not going to work ping pong. Remember yeah. Farina? Farina preceded buckwheat. It was a different kind of cereal played by a black boy. Farina. You know what term I used? Oh, forget it. I'm not going to go there. That's an after dark. We yeah, got to do a shorty. You got to, you have to go see your physician. No, I mean, it's not, in? it's not going to be a short show. I mean, I just, it, it's going to be a regular show. You know, it'll be what it is, right? <laughs> yeah. It's your show. I'm sorry, Dan. I, you know, uh, what do you say? I mean, it's just no fun to be sick. It's just, I am, you know, I am just laying there and you're yeah. staring at the ceiling and you're like, is this what my life is now? Can, can I tell you what I heard? Go ahead. I can't reveal a source on this. Okay. But um, I heard you were delirious. Yes. And sending delirious text messages is what I heard. I did not get any of them. I'm a little bummed. <laughs> but I heard. and I, I was I delirious. Say, I can't reveal that. But but I said to this person, which could be a woman or a man or otherwise. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I said, how could you tell? <laughs> and they said, actually, these were even different from Dan's usual delirious texts. <laughs> and I, I don't even know how you would do that. I mean, like that's a, to me, that's a hall of mirrors. I don't remember much. Yeah, that's probably better. It sucks, Dan. Now, did you, you know what? We shouldn't talk about it. No, let's it. do should... it. The people want to know. Well, I don't, you know, I don't want to. So did you, you had the flu? No, I don't. It wasn't a flu. It, well, it, it wasn't the flu. Uh, it was it a, a flu. You know, this is before you, I know you know this, but for the mm-hmm. folks in the audience without kids, there are many, many, many things that you can get that, don't have names and don't have any kind of cure or medicine available to them. 
where like in your mind, at least in my mind, uh, which maybe it's not like anyone else, there was like there was like three things you could get uh, as, a, as a regular person walking around. You could you could get a cold. Mm-hmm. You could get the flu and you could get something erroneously called the stomach flu, which is more like, you know, food poisoning. Like those were the three things that you could get. But and, even if it was labeled incorrectly, it was still part of an array of three basic things that accounted right. for 80% of all childhood illness. Mm-hmm. And, and that those are like, those are the things that you got when you get to, what are you sick? You're sick. What do you got? Oh, I got a cold. No, you got a flu. No, you got a stomach bug. Yeah. You get a cold and you got the sniffles. Right. Right. You get, you get the flu and that's when you're really laid low. I would say that's typified. You don't just have a sore throat. It's an overwhelming mono like body ache that makes you wish death. I mean, when you got right. the flu, you know, if you've ever had, obviously most people have had the flu and then you have this general thing of things that make you barf and poop that, mm-hmm. as you say, is probably, I'll have to ask of <laughs> Syracuse. Yeah. Cause he'll know. Um, he'll know. Yeah. Um, he's so confident. Doesn't he seem so confident? Oh, he's very confident in everything. And that's why when, because usually he's researched things so well, so well, and then, then he delivers the stuff that he really knows almost nothing about with the same kind of, um, confidence and alacrity that he would have delivering the thing that he does know so well that it's almost like it just gets swept under the carpet. And it's what, it's well. really what makes it worse is because, you know, he's a, he's somebody that I really trust. True. And when he, when he says that you should literally go and get booster shot flu vaccines, right. and I don't even think that's a thing. He <laughs> says, he says you should go to CVS or Walgreens and get a, a booster shot flu vaccine. Right. Right. And that will keep you from getting air sickness or motion sickness. <laughs> that's right. Right. That'll keep you from Raynaud's syndrome. Uh, it, it'll keep you from fugue states. And I, I've never read the documentation. I've never read the documentation, but I don't think he actually knows those things. And it, I'll tell you, it's a shame. Shame on John Syracuse. <clears throat> no, totally shame on him. You know what? I can't even talk He's about He's the worst of the worst. And so you had, you had. I had something, something that would be, you would, you would put it in the family of flus. It, was it a kind of kid sick though, where it didn't have a known etiology and you just yeah. felt terrible in every way? He got it. Oh, I'll tell you the symptoms. He got it. Cash got it. Mm. And he was sick with this for about a week. And then I started feeling awful. And I said, oh, man, I hope it's not what he had because he was on death's door for the whole week. You know, like every was the worst. And it was exact. And it was exactly the same as what he had. Every symptom, the same. They lasted the same. And, And like he was weird. Like he he some of the things that he would do, he just like he didn't eat. He just stopped eating completely stopped is he, eating. Is he an, generally speaking, is he an eater? Oh yeah. And he just stopped great. eating and like he wouldn't drink and we're like fighting him to get him to drink. Cause when you're sick, you're supposed to drink. You're supposed to hydrate yourself. He would, you know, we had to make like an electrolyte thing for him and uh, because he wouldn't drink. And when I had it, it was the same thing. Like the idea of food was like, there's no way I'm eating. And like water, yeah. like usually when I have a cold, I'll drink gallons of water. I just, it was disgusting. Like I didn't want to drink anything. The car, co- Oh, it's just the worst. It was the worst. It was the worst. I had everything, every kind of upper respiratory problem you can have. <gasps> I had that. My sw- uh, throat, uh, like the top of the throat is so bad, like I couldn't swallow for like two days. Ugh. Coughing, con- like, and this is the kind of coughing that's like that deep old man smoker, like you're 70 the, and the, you, the you smoke cigars and you inhale them, you know, ooh, like ooh, that, that. And from so far down, so far yeah. down. And then you're passing that through. 
a real spotty swollen throat. That was the worst. That's miserable. Then, then you, I, there was ah. like, you get conjunctivitis in both eyes simultaneously. You did not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It was the worst. Like if you had seen me, you would have thought that I was like, like you remember Jeff Goldblum, 1986, Jeff Goldblum, the fly mm, in sure. this movie where he's just starting the transformation after he pulls his fingernails off, but he hasn't yet gotten the extra eyes and stuff. It was like that. It was like, it was the worst. It was awful. It, really it sounds bad. like some kind of a CIA jam up. It sounds like somebody uh, put something in your um, in your bacon or something. It really, seriously. It, it, here's the thing: like, apart from truly living in medieval times where there's witches and possibly carrying a child, there's right. nothing worse than the feeling of having your body taken over by that kind of thing. Because don't you feel like you're kind of like another person? Like you, you can't enjoy anything you normally enjoy. Your perception is totally screwed up. I, I, I know I come across as an extremely confused person because I'm a confused person, but I don't like not being able to put two thoughts together. Yeah. And that's, I hate that feeling. It's the worst. Now, were you able to watch TV at all? Not, not really. I did uh, watch Mad Men uh, after about the fourth or fifth day. Boy, that, that bitch is back, huh? <clears throat> well, I've, I've just started watching it. I've just started watching. What? So I'm only two seasons in now. I'm in the second season right now. Oh, you, hmm, you're on S2 right now. You right have, now. You're, not, you're not in S6. Uh, six. six or whatever. No, I got a long way to go, but I'm watching one a day. I, I find that when I'm sick, I don't, I don't, you know, it's like, this is really boring, but you know, you don't have the energy to do really anything. I just think that. of it, Merlin, I just think of this, not to interrupt you, as my, no. this is my comeuppance. This is my just uh, punishment for whatever. Like it's been, you've been so, you, you take such good care of yourself. You drink so much water. You have a meditation practice. And so basically this has been backing up in your tubes, just waiting for the right moment to come out. And that, and or I just feel like these, this is, you know, penance for all the wrongs that I do on a regular basis. You think that's, is that part of your practice? The belief that that can come up? It's part and of my like, belief system. It's not part of my, it's part of, this is part of my Jew, Jewish practice. Oh, muscle top. So this is, but that's the kind of karma that people talk about who shop at the mall a lot. Like that, that wrong kind of karma. Yeah. A kind of karma where like, if I don't tip well, I'll get hit by a bus. Right. Isn't that, that's the wrong karma, right? <laughs> that's the good kind. Okay. Is that, is that, is that Tara, Tara Vader or Ayurvedic or? It's not oh, Zen, I'll and, tell you that. <laughs> I heard a little bit of your program. I know you did. That was funny. Um, anyway, I'm really sorry. I, uh, and I'm sorry because I know it, it pains you. Well, I don't speak for you, but I, my sense is that it pains you to not be able to work. On the one hand, it pains you because you're, you're a guy who has a business and stuff. But also, it seems like it, it must be very difficult, even when you're ill, for you to think, Ugh, I, 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 this is what I do. I can't do the thing that I do. Well, you know what? You would, in every other time that I've had like a cold and I'm like, well, I, I, I can't record Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday. I know that because I've got this cold. My throat's not right. And Wednesday, I'll be able to do makeup episode. It was so bad, Merlin. I didn't even think about it. I didn't even care. I was like, I don't care that I'm missing work. I don't care about anything. I just want to be a human being again. Defcon Dan. Yeah, it was bad. It was just, yeah, it was the worst. So now you're, 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 you're you're less bad. Yeah, I'm all right. The kid thing is funny. um, Because cash, cash goes to a, a school, right? He does go to a school. Well, when you show up at the school, and, you know, first of all, like we're sitting around watching and making sure, oh my gosh, she scratched her head. Does she have lice? Like does does she, you know, you learn about, you remember I was saying that there's that Pareto principle thing of kid illness where there's this big part of the, of the pie graph 
that's filled with all of the normal things that normal people get. Mm -hmm. And then there is this inscrutable medieval slice of the pie that is all stuff you've never heard of or that you thought just was from old timey movies, (laughs) you know, you go to school and they, they put up a sign. And they could say something like, well, somebody has lice. And it's not nothing against our school. Like, kids get these things. It's their, their disgusting I mean, yeah, if they go to a gross school, but whatever. Well, you know, we bleach them. Um, <laughs> that's, we do that every October, right before Halloween. Right. Uh, Bleach-a-ween. Okay. And, and, uh, but you show up and they go, hey, look, or, I can't think of specific ones, but you could see like, okay, it could be impetigo. It could be, you know, it could be red eye. Right. It could be rickets. It could be the grip. Like you suddenly go, you know what? Like, and you have to be kind of cool about it and go like, well, an unnamed, an unnamed child at this facility is rife with disease. So keep an eye out, you know, and you don't want to be the one who brings in the kid with the lice. No, definitely not. But then aren't you also kind of on the bubble? Cause like in, I think in every school you go like in an ideal world, see now personally, I am, I, I suspect different in my thinking about this than I suspect than you are, which is that I've always thought, gosh, darn you guys take your sick days because otherwise you're going to come in here and you're going to screw up the whole company by bringing your disgusting disease in oh, here yeah, and you can't you be, shut you can't everything be down. Yeah. Like it's not, you know, it's not a day off for you to, you know, it's, it's not a way for you to come in and be a martyr. It's a way to ensure that you don't blow up the building with your illness. But, um, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't, hmm. it's probably really boring. I just, I, I feel really bad. I feel really bad. And when you got a kid, you don't want to be the one who did that. You don't want to be the hero who sent your sniffly kid in and then everybody has impetigo. Impetigo. I think it's, I think it's vitiligo is what you're thinking of. I think you're thinking of lumbago. Oh. I don't even know what lumbago is. My grandpa insisted that he had it. I think a lot of those diseases are made up. Well, that's the thing is that as a, before, you, before you're a parent, all this stuff seems made up. I remember a guy used to get sick all the time. He was, was oh, always sick. He was sick every few weeks. And you thought, you were thinking in your head, you're thinking maybe he's sick in a different way. Like maybe he's goofy. Maybe he's, he's goofy, got, he's maybe he's just skipping work or maybe he's a hypochondriac or whatever. They call, and they call it malingering. I just, I, I, I learned that, I relearned that word recently, malingering. Malingering. You ever heard that word? Malingering is, uh, it's the kind of thing that might happen in a uh, Cool Hand Luke type situation. Like where, where you would say, you know, you're, you're, you're lying about being sick. Like if you're in the army, in the armed services, and uh, you're gold bricking. The gold bricking might, is a form of malingering. This is all also, new to me. also uh, slouch butt, uh, boot pull, uh, bunk pack, all different versions of malingering. Bunk, bunk pack, bunk pack, bunk pack. This week's This American Life was really good. They're all good. They're all good. But this week's was really good. You should listen to it. All right. Are you on under podcast? something? Because usually that's the way you promote your own stuff. Wow, man. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That reminds me. Hey, a little bit of follow up. I actually, I hope, I really, I, I hate to bring this up because I know it can be a sore spot, but I was. Um, what, the Roderick thing? New one comes out on Thursday. Hmm. Last week's was a dinger. This one's pretty good too. I've, I downloaded the Instacast, told me while in, in my, uh, you know, convalescence, I would get a little notification and it would say, oh, you know, this, this new show came out. I'm like, there's Merlin, you know. Just just carrying on. Like everything's thing. fine. Like he doesn't Here's care. You. Here's you, you're laying in bed yeah. and you can't even, you can't even stand to drink water and watch match game. Right. And I'm out gallivanting around and talking about the campfire spaghetti parties. Whatever you do. I don't know. I would say campfire spaghetti party is a very, very good one to listen to. Okay. It's, it's got a lot of, uh, uh, but no, let's not talk about that. Um, no. Um, uh, so, so first of all, I would just say to, to promote a uh, five by five show, I was on, I had my annual visit to Mac power users. Oh, nice. Katie and David. 
And uh, I was informed by a couple of people on Twitter it was too big to download over wireless. You ever gotten one of those podcasts? <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Even when you're even when you're uh, bouncing it down to like mono, you know, ninety six or whatever you do it at, yeah. So it's pretty good. A lot of good workflow stuff. Katie was Katie was in a real sour mood, so so she was kind of mean to me. Katie, I mean, Katie, Katie Perry. Pro- Katie Perry. Yep, 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 yep. She, she's not the call me maybe lady, right? No, that's uh, Carly uh, Ray uh, Jetson. Yeah, she's really I really don't like her name. And she's the one. And who's her, her father is the boot scoot guy, Billy Ray Thornton. Who am I thinking of? Billy. Who's the guy that was in Sling Blade? That's Emmett Walsh. Billy Bob Thornton. Okay. And he's the one that was married to Angelina Jolie. And they had the little vials of their blood. Does she still keep a vial of blood to, to your knowledge? Does she keep his or just some in general? You know, I'd keep she, yours. Like if you gave me yours, I'm all oh, over would, you. Would, I'm all would, over a vial. I would keep it sealed real tight. But I don't know if you know this in California. Uh, Evangeline Jolie is anywhere near anywhere near a playground. It's not a restraining order, but it's an automatic Amber Alert because she can't <laughs> stop adopting things. <laughs> this is a good one. She's got the resources, so it's going to be a nice. <laughs> it's going to be a nice adoption. Yeah. But you know, adoption in that case, it's kind of more like a forced adoption. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about Hitler. But it was, uh, Matt Collier's, it was really good. It's in the show notes. Dan, Dan, can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Of course. Did you just, did you just pop a cough? What was that? What no, I was do? trying to get your, I had a feeling because we're about 21 minutes in, that you're going to say it's time for me to tell you something you like. And I grabbed the, I had to grab the paper. Dan, can I ask you a question? Sure. <clears throat> show notes for this episode can be found at 5x5.tv slash b2w uh slash 115 is that accurate is it 115 is it 115 or is it 114 it is 114 114 my goodness i have to change my text file oh this is off well that's because we we would have been 114 if i hadn't i mean five if i hadn't uh missed last week well i'm gonna pour out a 1140 for you uh, and so if you go to show notes, you'll see the links for all the things that we're talking about here. That Mac Power uses is pretty good. Um, the other one, and then uh, this is, I, I don't know why I did this, except that I love my curly so much. But um, I wrote this thing about Inbox Zero the other day. Um, this very short thing. Hey, yeah, say, that was crazy. The response was a little crazy. It's just, I guess people's standards are really dropping. But Mike, made, Mike had me on the next day on his, uh, his Command Space show, which is a very good show. Uh, to to talk about that and talk about some ideas for new projects I'm thinking about. And I really like it because I really like Mike. He's a great interviewer. We talked about Adventure Time. Uh, he told me about Invincible, which I started reading to my daughter. And now I've been told it's a terrible comic to read to your child after the first... Have you read Invincible? I have not read that yet. It, it's, uh, it's... What's his name? It's the the the, the dead people guy. Bankman? Wankman? Wegman. You Who's mean Walking Dead? Dogs? Walking Dead, Robert... Uh, is it, anyway, it's really good. It's kind of like Spider-Man. It's kind of like Superman. It's really good. Uh, that's a good episode. We talked a lot about Adventure Time. And we're thinking we might need to do some kind of a special thing with him, me, and Anna to talk about Adventure Time. And if you went in on that, you know you're there. Oh, I would love to talk about Adventure Time. And that, that was one thing. As I slowly as I rebuilt my constitution, or, or hit points, as Syracuse would ah, say. So sorry. Mm. Uh, I think you get extra hit points from going to Walgreens. Did you know that? You put it. You get oh, was that how vaccinations? That yeah, sorry, go ahead. Well, I, I, uh, I, so I started watching more and uh, Adventure Time. And uh, when Cash would come home from school, I'd be sitting there watching it, Adventure Time. And he'd, <laughs> you know, want to watch it. And so I would be looking at the show descriptions. And 
uh, I'd say, oh, you know what, what, cause we have pretty much all of them recorded or, or, uh, you know, with a combination of Netflix and iTunes and the ones we record from the DVR, we've got pretty much all of them. I'm going back through them and I'm reading, I, there's a, a very good wiki, uh, site for, um, for Adventure Time. Are you aware of this? The Mathematical Wikia? I think that's the one. Yeah, it is, it's really good. Really good. So I'm reading that and I'm like, hey, Cash, what's the, uh, Enchiridion? He's like, the Enchiridion. I'm like, yeah, what's that? Mike it, talked about this. Yes, it's come I know. Up again. I know. And it's great. And it's so like, you know, he's telling me all the stuff Watch that I need that. to know about it. And, and, uh, so it's introduced in season one and then it's back in season. Well, it gets, it gets destroyed in the process of, of destroying the Lich King. Which is Lou Ferrigno. No. Lou Ferrigno plays the Lich at one point. <laughs> he does? Look it up. I will. He has a very distinctive speaking voice. I don't think okay, he's so a the Lich. Okay, so the Lich who used to be, is it Bill or Bob or what was the Lich's name? He was like a nice guy? Yeah, I don't remember. Okay. But anyway, I got caught up on a lot of them, so All I'm right. primed and ready to Oh, terrific. Yeah, you know, I'm going back. <sighs> Sorry. This, you know what? Can we just say there's not a topic? We're catching up. This is you and me bonding and getting back together and taking it easy working our way back in. Don't you think? Just inch by inch. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah, but you know what? You know, it's one of those things where like, man, they're still in fuego. Like every epo- episode. Have you been watching it like the last few yeah, lately? Yeah, yeah, see, see the video? The, uh, the, the ice were... I, um, the glitch? I, the glitch is a glitch? Yeah. Yep. Well, what'd you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird one, man. It was mind-bending. It was completely... <laughs> And I was like, I was just like, I don't know. I mean, it made me so aware of the process of making something like that yeah. that you could actually create uh, psychedelic digital artifacts. So an amazing weird. episode. They I'm really, kind of confused, and you know what? Though. This is going to sound funny, yeah. but they really are pushing the limits of what we think of as a cartoon or what we think of as this kind of entertainment. They're doing things that's very, very different, very, very interesting. Oh, and and, it, and at least. Two or three ways, and yes, yes, uh, but that is absolutely Princess Bubblegum in the the the, the uh, proto form. Absolutely, she has, she has the same same smile. I showed that to Cash, and he's like, "I said, you, I said, you know, I watched it on my own, and then I went back when he got back. I said, you know what this is? And he's like, what? I <laughs> it said, took a fever. It took a fever for you to it see. It did. And I'm like, I I thought I think I was more on your wavelength while at 101 degrees than I had ever been." And I think oh, I came, so now I'm bummed we didn't record. I think I came through this now. I feel closer to you. Maybe, shoot. Well, maybe next time you can be the Merlin and I'll be the Dan. Mm-hmm. We'll try a different way. Maybe I'll, I'll skip the medicine and you can uh, have a Syracuse virus. Okay. And I said to him, I'm like, that's totally. I said, I think that's Princess Bubblegum. He's like, right there. what do you mean? And I said, watch. And the little face comes up. And I said, did you see the face? He said, I did see it. Rewind it. And so we rewound it, watched it about eight times. And then we found a Google, you can Google it. And it, there's a picture of it there on, uh, like slowed down. And he thought that was the coolest thing. But that's absolutely Isn't 900, that her 996 oh. years ago. That's so crazy. I mean, Mike and I were uh, talking about this, like one of the amazing things about that show is, and, and I, I admit, I don't know if you probably didn't hear the show, but I, I admitted that like I was really skeptical about it and I was making fun of you for your, you know, your lemon buns or whatever. But like the, the truth is like uh, the, it's the story, the little bits of story stuff that could be a throwaway here might turn into something completely different there. So now, I mean, I don't know that much about the mushroom war. I'm kind of, I got to do a lot, a lot of catching up. Nobody knows much about it. Okay. That's part of the mystery. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, but I mean, for example, now now that opens up a whole thing for me to find out like how like how she became Princess Bubblegum. I'm yeah, very no, intrigued, but I don't think they've addressed it. Did you ever watch Dad's Dungeon? <clears throat> that episode, the one where they uh, they with Jake's father comes up, their their father I guess comes up on the little like three D thing, and they have to go through oh, a dungeon. Oh and, yeah, I've seen that one, and have like Finn prove his metal. Yeah, and and last thing on this though, um, when uh, when when Simon gives her the spoonful of soup. Did you cry? That's a good part. And I love how that really is the, uh, you know, that, that is what, what cures her. That is what helps her is chicken soup. You know, I, I, I literally cried. I, 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 that is one of my, probably now one of my all time favorite TV episodes. I thought it was amazing. Okay. <sighs> 46, yeah. uh, 46 for now. If I'm lucky, what time is it? Uh, is oh, Dan, old. did you want to talk about something you like? <laughs> yes, I would, Merlin. It's uh, oh. uh, Squarespace, everything you need to make an amazing website, fully hosted, completely managed environment for creating and maintaining a beautiful website, blog, or portfolio. No matter how experienced you are with building a website, you can build something amazing in minutes. Here's something that we talk about. You don't need the hosting. You don't need to worry about scaling. You don't need to worry about integration. And they have these beautiful templates that are already done. And they've got a new one called Adirondack. And I was just messing around with this yesterday. What they do with their templates, that's really cool. Oh, so is, you saw that? You saw that theme? I love that theme. Isn't that awesome? It's and in the notes. When you go there and you pick this out and you, you pick and you start with any theme and you can change it later on. But you start with it. If you start with this one, it comes with it's all it's already configured. And now because they have Squarespace Commerce, which lets you sell stuff through them, they partnered with Stripe for payment processing. So like in like five minutes, you can be selling stuff. It's really amazing. Well, this new template that they have, and some of the others have this, but Adirondack has like a full store integrated into it already. Oh, I got to look at that. You can just blow it away. You don't want to use it. You click the little X, it'll delete the pages. But if you want it to basically see like, what would product pages look like? How would I build a store? How would I integrate it into the thing? All of this is already built out. So you can go in and you can use that as a guide. You can use it as a template for building your own store, you can just delete it and not use it and just make a blog, whatever you want to do. That's the beauty of Squarespace. And it's all responsive. It's beautiful. You sign up for a year. Wow. This is cool. Yeah, I hadn't cool? looked at the store part. The store part is the best. You I'll get a free custom it. domain name. If you sign up for a year or two years, it's 10 bucks a month for the standard plan, 20 for the unlimited plan. But if you sign up for a year, it's 20% off two years, 25% off. Not everyone's ready to do that. Fine. Mm-hmm. Go set it up, do a trial Import your content from whatever other blog system you're using. It'll import the content. And then give it a try. See if you like it. Uh, there's a special URL where you can go to give us credit for that. And that's squarespace.com slash back to work. And then if you decide that you like it and you want to start using it, <laughs> this is a funny one, uh, 10% off yak shaving. <laughs> one word. One word, <laughs> one yak word. shaving. Yak shaving will give you 10% off. <laughs> and uh, these guys are amazing. And really, I'm at the point now where, and I know this sounds like, you know, oh, of course you would say this. I don't, I don't, would not want to go and build a website again from wh- why would I want to do that? I would want to go with these guys because I don't, you know, I used to work at a Rails hosting company and make mm-hmm. sure stuff was, I don't want to do that anymore. You know how to set up servers remotely. I can do all that crap. I don't want to do it. 
these guys are going to do it for me. I can focus on what I want to do. I can go in and instead of building from scratch everything, I can just go, oh, I want this here. I want this here. Boom. Click a few things. Now I've got a site. Now it's ready to go. Oh, yeah, it'll look good on your iPhone, on your Android, whatever, because it's all built in and it's responsive. And, oh, I don't need to worry about scaling it or hosting it or whatever. It's just done. So squarespace.com slash back to work. Yak shaving, 10% off. Uh, before I say it, I want to mention they, they slid in two, in a little list of bulleted changes on the blog last week, they mentioned two things that are so awesome that they've added. First of all, you notice that that phone guy uh, is, is no longer around because I accidentally deleted it one day. Um, no, it's just because I'm an idiot. Uh, restore deleted collections they have oh, added. Nice. So that is really, really cool. But are you ready for this? This is one that I have personally asked for at Gosh, least twice. I the phone guy. That you was can you now, your best. Me talking to the shoe. You know what you can do now? Uh, I asked for this a long time ago. Uh, you can now duplicate pages, which oh, is that's awesome. very handy. I didn't know. Because like, you do a lot of work and maybe you've like gotten this page set up mostly the way that you want. You want to kind of treat it a little bit like a template inside of the template. Uh, you can now duplicate pages. So what you could do then is you could go and create a page that's your protoform page that you then make a hidden page. And then you just clone that and make those so that every time you want to make a new one, you clone it. So it could have like dummy content in there, clone it out and uh, roll out a new page like instantaneously. That'd be good yeah. for the product stuff too. Absolutely. And like for me, I mean, sorry to wrap this up, but, but you know, with me um, on my, on the site that I, I <laughs> have now let go follow a little bit um, that I need to come back to, um, I, I didn't want to create a, a homepage for each of the kind of like things that I do, like shows that I do or whatever. And this is when I came back again to ask them if they could add this feature, you know, so I might go in and get this set up really like a way that I like using the WYSIWYG editor. And it would, you know, it would have been frustrating for me to have to go and replicate that a bunch of times. And now you can duplicate that page, just go in and change the stuff you want. You know what I mean? But now you've got those, um, the, the little dingus has let you put those blocks of content in and you can just, you know, paste stuff right in there and change it. You know, obviously, super easy to change photos, but um, this is a this is a service I would love for you guys to look at or to look at again if you haven't looked at it in a while. It's a great deal, and they're great people, and they're super supportive of uh, Back to Work and the network. And uh, so, our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Five by Five and Back to Work. Great, kind of great, kind of step, stepped on my read there a little bit. Are you, you're still coughing. You're still. Do you feel like it's? Well, I muted purged? it. I muted it when I did it. You heard it through the other mic, really. the other room mic. Oh, so you got a room mic. See, like, so, uh, so, like, listen, they're not going to hear this, but you're going to hear it. Hang on. Mm-hmm. I, I, hi, Dan. I hear you. They don't hear that at all? No, only you hear that. So it sounds like I'm taking crazy pills. Yeah. My pills. My pills. <laughs> no, they're disorganized. <laughs> One piece of actual follow-up. I... Um, I screwed something up really bad in the last episode, um, and I kind of knew I was screwing it up while I was saying it. You can hear me stumbling. But um, I want to clarify that the wonderful iOS application that, like drafts, the wonderful iOS application, allows you to interact with other applications. The one I was talking about, I meant to, I meant to say Launch Center Pro, which is a, uh, a fantastic app yeah. that continues to evolve. Launch Center Pro, I called it something else, and uh, Merlin regrets the error. It's in show notes. Please check it out. I've uh, I've tuted back and forth with uh, one of their, I think they're their big developer guy, and they're good people. They listen and they really want to make an app that's that's terrific. Great response to the talking about drafts. I have to tell you, this is another one where um, uh, just to toot our own horn. It's another one where like we we talk and talk and talk and talk about something, and then finally somebody tries it and goes, "Oh, I see. 
<laughs> There's a lot of people between that Mac Power users and, and this and a couple other things that I, I and other people have done now really see the value of that drafts app. You know, and I, God, I just, at this point, it's so strange. It only took about a month to get to where, and like, now I can't imagine using anything else. Maybe something else will come along. And I, you know, there's lots of apps I use for lots of things. But as the way to begin any chunk of text, you know, drafts just, it still amazes me. You know, one thing they have now, I, I had, I, I'm not the only person who asked for this, but uh, Launch Center now can not only support text expander snippets when typed, but I believe there's now a variable. I haven't spent a lot of time with this, but I believe there's now a variable that you can use inside of your snippets or whatever you, not snippets, but basically it can expand text expander snippets on execution, which is super powerful. That means, you know, you create a text file based on a certain kind of crazy naming scheme that you like, or, you know, whatever, boilerplate text, anything like that, calendar events. Um, So super useful. And I apologize to App Cubby for getting that wrong. Mm. Um, also in, in, uh, and by way of follow-up, we were mentioning how this, you know, Alfred two is getting a lot of attention. Yeah. Uh, it looks totally amazing. Um, and, um, again, Mac power users, their latest episode, number 133 in show notes, uh, they did a whole episode on Alfred two. So there's these workflows now that you can write where, you, you know, you don't have to manually do a bunch of stuff. You can basically set up have you spent any time with it? It, it looks pretty no, cool. No, I haven't started using Alfred 2. I don't know if it came out last week or if it was longer ago. I'm still, the version of Alfred that I've got is like 1.1 1. 1 something. But should I switch to it from the other version of Alfred? Because I'm not, I have not been using Quicksilver for, <laughs> for a long, long time. And now <laughs> they just came out with their version. That was my, um, that was my, if we had time marquee thing to talk about this week. Yeah. But I don't know if that's interesting to you, but. Very interesting. Uh, I'm going to say one thing about this. There is more than ever now, there is, there's a wealth of amazing and powerful options for what was once called, once called uh, an app launcher. And <laughs> brother, this is so much more than an app launcher. I'll, I'll, I'll say this, guys. If, if you've only, like, it's funny. I've really come around to Spotlight. I've come around to Spotlight. Um, I, I hate how much it re-indexes things for no apparent reason, but I, I've really come around to how quickly I can find things, and I've gotten pretty good at the basics of you know the syntax for for finding certain things. But if you have not looked at what you can do with LaunchBar or Alfred or Quicksilver or your application that you love, that you're going to kill me for not mentioning. So, uh, <laughs> uh, what about Binary Bob? I'm not familiar with Binary Bob. I heard, but it's really good. So, um, but uh, all of those apps, and here's the neat thing: is that, I, that while they all, on the face of it, do similar things, I think that's the kind of the three big ones, right? Butler is Butler still around? Butler, but Butler, 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 Butler. <laughs> uh, but but regardless of these, the one, the big three that I know about and Butler, have used, Butler, and I've not used that. It feels good. That's got a nice mouthfeel. But, but um, <laughs> eh. you know what? They should run all product ideas past us <laughs> before they do anything. You mean see like every, see like if we everybody? can tweak it. You know, same thing. If you're naming your kid, run it past us first, and we'll we'll tell you if you're clear for the playground. Uh, I've been thinking about starting a local store for collectible cards. It would be in a strip mall, baseball barrel. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> Just run it past us. We'll let you know if you're going to make it or not. Baseball Barrel Butler. <laughs> Bye. My baseball here. 
Bye bye. But here's the thing: whether uh, whether if you look at Quicksilver, you look at Launch Bar, you look at Alfred, you look at uh, Baby Bop, whatever you want to use, like it, they all do these wonderful things. That mm. once you start doing that, you're not going to want to do. <laughs> the mystery back. Now, now did they hear that? Oh yeah, they heard that one. That was a good one. <laughs> I'm going um, to mute it because I got to do more. Keep going. <clears throat> Dan is uh, taking a moment away from the mic. For those who can't hear, Dan has just Dan has just performed a paint peeling okay. cough. All right. <laughs> God, you're a gentleman. So anyway, um, <laughs> they all do things that once you start, it, it's kind of like the microwave oven of apps. I mean, like once you start using these things, it's going to seem pretty crazy the way you used to do things. But folks like me that have been using Macs for a long time, uh, well, gosh, what was the marquee feature of, of Macs? The ability to click through this menu-based graphical user interface, and it was great. You click to get where you want, but, you know, you get bigger drives, you get more stuff, and you're doing more of that clicky, clicky, clicky stuff. I mean, stuff like the dock and Spotlight are good for that. Things like, you know, having the Finder side dealy are good for that, but there's no way that it could expose all of the places you could go on your Mac in a way that wouldn't be overwhelming, right? I mean, it's... In, you know, even if it's things like, you know, you know, you can use the, what is it, Command-Shift-G, the go-to thing to go to a directory and right, stuff like right, that, right. a folder, whatever you guys call it. Um, but app launchers get you into thinking about the way you work in a very different way. Can I speak in the generic about this for a minute? Please. Is that boring? No, do it. Well, um, you know, I guess this all started with, in some way started with, you know, before Quicksilver, was it? Launch Rocket or App Rocket? There was an app a while back that used was the first app launcher I remember using. I think it was App Rocket, I want to say. And uh, it was pretty amazing because what I remember it doing well was you would call up a little dingus and start typing and, you know, it would basically show you all of your apps and you could launch them. I mean, that's pretty great. I don't, I don't know about you, but I, uh, I've recently done some culling on my iOS devices to get rid of stuff I just don't need. Stuff I just don't like, like apps want. that you're not using? Apps and bookmarks because mm. as i've shamefully told you i have exceeded the number of things that can be shown on screens that's right and so in order for me to get to things like that i got that new forecast.io um on my homepage. wow is that ever great it's so this, for people who don't know this is a web application that's it's well it's i don't know if web application uses the dark sky the dark sky api it's and from it's, those guys and they built a forecast.io is the site and it has really really awesome weather forecast stuff but I'm just, as much as, as this is great as something I use on the desktop, I really still, like, I want a native app, man. Give me a native app. I get that web apps are, are amazing, and it does look really, really good on the iPhone or Android or whatever. I just, like, I want to, to be an app. Is that weird? No, it's not. Uh, not at all. But I, I it's funny. I, um, this is a little bit unusual for, for me. I mean, like, I'll buy a bunch of things like text editors. I don't know why I have all these different weather apps, because invariably I buy them, and then I go, ugh, this is, okay, there's the temperature. Why did I do this? And, and the one that my go-to, I love Dark Sky. If you guys have never heard of Dark Sky, um, the, I think the big, I'm not going to say marquee again, because this is the thing I do where I get a word and I say it over and over, I'm going to stop doing that. But the marquee feature of um, Dark Sky is that, I don't know how they do this Disney magic, but basically it knows to a surprising degree of accuracy um, where it's about to rain 
where you are. Now, I learned about this. Marco talked about this a while back mm-hmm. on, um, on Build and Analyze, uh, where, you know, he, he wants to be able to walk, uh, walk Scoots or, uh, or John, Johnny Cake. What's the name of his dog? He wants to walk uh, Billy Boy. He wants to be able to walk the dog and he wants to know, like, is it going to rain while I'm out there? And so you get a push notification that says it's going to start sprinkling soon. And then it does, <laughs> you know, and if you, if it's in rainy season where you are, which in Florida, it is for like five months of the year, it's great to know. So anyhow, these, these guys uh, have that app and now they've made this as far as like, I, I get what you're saying about wanting an app. It's just that I can't believe that having bought, I don't know how many dozens of dollars worth of weather apps. I, I, I will open, let me look at the one I like, I forget the name of it. Uh, I, I like Dark Sky, but Dark Sky for me, is, its main value is that it, ru- it just runs in the background. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, just, it's just there, and it's the push notifications that I love about Dark Sky. The one I really like, sorry, let's just take a second. I got a new Hawkeye lock screen. It's pretty awesome. Oh, nice. It's called Weather 2. Is <laughs> Weather Snitch. Hmm. Use Weather Snitch. Weather Snitch has, uh, Snitch has a lot of, it I've packs a lot of one. information onto a page and then uses swipes in a, a really effective way. Get a month view, week view, day view. Anyway, it's, it's the one that makes sense oh, for my look brain. Oh, that one. See, I'm not... <sighs> See, where you are, you're not dealing with the same kind of thing that I'm dealing with, if I may say. Like, it, it, the thing is, you could probably watch, watch the TV news and say, okay, there's a cold front coming in, and then that'll be a normal thing for a few days. Or you say it's going right, to... I mean, if it's going to rain there, it doesn't rain too much there, right? Uh, not, not the way it did in Florida. That's for, that's for damn sure. No, nobody should be living there. No, but no, can you even believe that the people still live there? Stupid. It's weird. We should do a show about that. We should. Um, but, but San Francisco and, you know, people, people like to rib us about this because we should probably be ribbed about really virtually everything. We deserve it all. Did I tell him I'm turning into Rorschach? Rorschach? I'm thinking of Rorschach. Who am I? Who's the one with the hood? Rorschach Rorschach or the, uh, Cotter himself. (laughs) Yeah, that's him. And he'll scab over. I like that. Blood up to the waist. And I'll whisper no. Uh, which one am I? But the thing is, in San Francisco, it really is kind of a big deal. We have this, we, what we pretentiously call microclimates. And if you've ever been to San Francisco for any length of time, you know that this is a thing. This is a real thing. The entire city of San Francisco is less than 49 square miles. It's just about seven miles by seven miles. Um, and it's the glands of a large uh, member uh, if you look at the peninsula, we're mm-hmm. right at the top. Mm-hmm. And um, I live over by the urethra. And and so uh, you walk around a corner and suddenly like, ah, it's beautiful sunshine. And then you walk around another corner and like yesterday, I guess it was day before last, we were getting over 30 mile per hour winds, which is more wind than it sounds like. It's not like 70, what is it? 72 miles, 70 miles an hour is a hurricane, but 30 mile per hour winds will put a hurting on you. And so, like, if you got to go, in my case, like, get on a train, disgusting, filthy public transit oh train God. to take my daughter to school, like, I got to know, do I need to bring her an extra jacket? Do right. I need to bring her a rain jacket? Um, this has nothing to do with app launchers. Anyway, forecast.io, uh, I, I use it more often than apps now. Isn't that weird? Here's another thing, Dan. Like, speaking of Squarespace stuff, like, isn't it monkey balls that somebody could do this on the web? I mean, compared to where you and I started with this stuff, doesn't it blow your mind a little bit? Yeah, it, it seems like it, it's like the, the pipe dream that we all had back in the old days. So one day, you know, but this actually lets you do the <laughs> kinds of things that we used to think would maybe one day, like with future technology, maybe one day I, we'll have I don't this. know, man. My pipe dream was my navigation would look the same on three browsers. 
That's right. <laughs> like I, I could stop putting in a one pixel invisible GIF to make this table go right. That I wouldn't go. have to put font face equals inside of every table mm. cell. That was my gosh. I'm old. Uh, well, Dan, true. things used to be different. These kids today, they don't know. They got they, they got their Facebook and their and their and their uh, their loose pants. They don't know how things used to be. I know. They're lucky. So the neat thing about all these apps, uh, Quicksilver, Launch Bar, uh, Alpha. On the face of it, the great thing is they they all do. Uh, they all do several things extremely well. They help you get to things you want to get to very, very quickly. And all of them, I, I think this is true. This must be true of Alfred. They all employ, which you can correct me on here, or the cleric can tell me, a, a learning algorithm. Like the more you type a certain thing to get to a certain place, the faster it gets. So in my case, if I type NV, it just knows that's NVAlt. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to go through the thousands and thousands of files on my entire hard drive. It knows that because I've typed NV and then selected NVAlt more than a couple times, that's always going to be what it picks. And so, you know, I, I suspect that most of the folks in our audience are, are, use this so much that it might seem crazy to even bring it up. Now, here's the thing that's, that's great. So yes, they all do this thing, but they all each, I should say each, have their own really different personality or approach. Like Quicksilver is is pretty nerdy. It's, it's beautiful, especially at the time that uh, Alcor put it out. I mean, it was a, a really, a very different, a truly unique app in the way that it looked and operated truly with the, the three panes and stuff like that. Uh, Launch Bar, I think, takes a, a simpler and much speedier approach. I mean, I still think Launch Bar is so much faster than Quicksilver. Um, I'm really not qualified to say much about Alfred, except to say it is, and please email Dan, it is a beautiful, fantastic, like amazingly well-engineered app that just so far has not worked with how my brain works. I'm going to look at it again because of these workflows. But I, you know what I mean though, Dan? It's kind of cool that you not only have options for this, but the options really are, they're, they're, they look really different. The aesthetics are different. The approach to how you might want to operate and do your work is different. And I, I just, in, in a really corny way, I guess, I feel really fortunate that in something that powerful, we've got options, you know? Uh, so along the lines of like the way Markdown gives us all so many options now for how we like to work. But um, that's partly just in the service of saying that Quicksilver, uh, my first love, is now officially out of beta and is officially uh, 1.0. And I've been using it again. So you went back to this? Well, you know, I, that's, yes, it's a, probably a slightly dramatic way to put it. Because you know that there's a thing people do where they're like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm quitting BB Edit to go to fudge packer because they have better bundle bots <laughs> and it's yeah. like oh my gosh you see that thing matt honan wrote about <laughs> the thing about please stop arguing about your smartphone did you see that thing you wrote oh, yeah yeah I, did. I think i did see that another one of those great things it's like so obvious but you wonder why <clears throat> it took so long for someone to write it. i'll put that in show notes but um it's kind of you know it's <clears throat> this, is a, this is a derail but it, it's it's frustrating to me when people uh feel I don't, hmm. It's frustrating to me when people feel the need to make some kind of a grand public announcement about what they're not doing anymore. God knows I bitch about lots of things. Look at you, Tumblr. But, uh, but you know, it's been a thing for years to, to make this big, you know, I am an hero announcement about what you're not going to be using anymore and why. And uh, the thing is, like, it's, it's so weird to me when people talk about competition. Because, like, competition to me is what drives everybody to want to try harder and make something better. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've bought all of these. I paid for, with money, yeah. all of those apps. How's that, for, how's that for competition? Here's competition. All the people who use this nerdy stuff buy all of them. 
and they may try them at different times. The, the most inconvenient part of all of this for me, in quotes there, in, you know, irony quotes, is that I have to go and remap, you know, command space to a different thing. I, I, you know, I, I use control space for, yeah, um, cool. yeah. spot, for spotlight and command space for my launcher. I just turned but, off spotlights hotkey completely rather than remap. Are you kidding? You don't use it at all? I, if I need it, I do the old-fashioned thing. I mouse up to it and click it. But I, I never, it. never use it except very rarely. And when I do need it, does this astound you or something? Um, I mean, not really. It, 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 it's surprising to me because... What are you using I mean, for, Spotlight for mainly? Searching within, like well, searching to, to your point, it's surprising to me because you don't seem like much of a... Like, that seems like the kind of thing you would just not use rather than do something about. That's why it surprised me because you seem like a real stock, like I say, a stock setup kind of guy. I mean, I am, but there are certain things you that don't I, even want to accidentally hit it. No. Okay. No, I mean, if, if I want spotlight, it's like, oh, I am looking for that file or email or whatever that has this word in it that I need to find from however long ago. Mouse up, click, type. But if I, I, I most of what I was using for spotlight and spotlight four was as a lawn, as a subpar launcher. So yeah. with Alfred around or Quicksilver or whatever, Butler, uh, you know, I want command space to always fire up whatever the thing is. And, and so I thought, you know, like I could remap Spotlight to, like you're saying, control space or something else. But I'm not really using it enough to justify having it be in it. Like for me, keyboard, control, command key, that's like sacred. Like, can you know, command S... Command C, Command V, that kind of sacred. If I'm going right. to have it do something, that, that 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 to me says this is something I want available all the time in every app, and I want it to do this, and it's so important that I'm not okay. even you know. So like like that, it's like your it's like your front pockets. Like you're, yeah. you're not going to put things in your front pockets exactly once a month. Okay, exactly. That's that, that that's really sensible. I mean, probably one of the most boring episodes of the show we could do is for me to talk about keyboard commands. But You've let me just say, I get the that, impression that you you just got nuts stuff. Oh my gosh, I have I, every, I almost every time it occurs to me that I've done something more than once, I make a key command for it. And for stuff that I need to do and get to very quickly, I'll make a key command in Better Touch Tool, or I'll make a trigger in Quicksilver. Uh, or for example, like I really like this address book called Cobook that everyone should be using. Yeah, you, you turned so, me on to that. Yeah, control commands, um, control command, I have it off right now because I don't want my computer to burp. But um, control command space <clears throat> opens that up and I'm, I'm typing right in there. I mean, the, do you get the thing in Cobook that there's that little field beneath find where if you're in a given contact, you can just enter information like you just you say you paste in, did I tell you this? You, I told you this. You paste in an address. It gets that it's an address and then puts it all in the right fields. Oh, that's really so cool. So none of that going through and like, and tabbing through things. So, but check this out. Um, I don't, I can't remember if it was Mike. It might've been Mike. I pasted in somebody's UK address and it got that it says that, okay, you just typed in an address. Is this home or office? Click this right, correct, you know, button. And it, it not only put everything in the right place, but it knew that it was a UK address. So it changed it to postal code and so forth. Like, how crazy is that? So anyway, uh, that's the kind of thing I'll make a key for. Other things like, the, there's, I, Brett Terpster is... No. Okay, maybe next week. Brett, Brett Terpster is... Um, <laughs> yeah, then you'll know really back. 
Right there, in terms of markdown service tools are like so giant for me that I have gone in and added with services manager, which I'll also put a link to. Okay. Um, added key commands to tons of those. And the other thing that I do a lot is I will go into, have I talked about all of this tons already? I can't remember. I don't, think you, I don't think, I don't remember it. Maybe it's a time, you know, for well, refresher. It's, <clears throat> to me, it's, it's along the same lines of why launchers are great. I mean, if you find yourself doing something a lot, a lot, whether that's something in services or something in a menu somewhere, you know, you, I, I, I still don't think a lot of people know this. You can go to the, your preferences area, go into keyboard and go into application commands. And if you put the literal name of a menu item in there, you can assign a key command to that. So I just made one that I don't know if this works. I couldn't decide if this works right. I'm trying to, I've been trying to make one for a copy public markdown link from mm-hmm. the finder. Let's see if it worked. Nope, didn't work. Um, but sometimes if it has more than, if it appears in more than one place, it won't work. But I mean, I, so many of these. And now like with, with Quicksilver, it's, it's so funny. I used Quicksilver so much for so long and uh, hopefully without sounding too immodest, I, I think I had a pretty big role in making people aware of Quicksilver. And in the early days of 43 folders, I, I could just see people like among nerds. It was like anybody who like didn't use the terminal a lot or who used the terminal, but was moving more at, as, as was happening at the time. were moving more and more to the, you know, finder based Mac interface. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, the stuff with Quicksilver, like for example, and for those of you who never used Quicksilver or have forgotten, like any of the launchers, you create these catalogs, basically, of stuff you wanted to know about. Default catalogs. And catalogs are basically anything that can be findable by the app. I would not advise dropping your entire hard drive on there and having things like, you know, dot, what are like dot C. You don't want like source files appearing in there unless you're a developer, right? So you want to be a little bit picky about what you put in there because it slows things down. But obviously, applications, addresses, um, what are other kinds of things? Uh, you know, now you can do like all of my save searches from Google are now available via Quicksilver. You can have your uh, browsing history in there. You can browse iTunes from in there. And, and why does this sound special? Why don't you just go to iTunes? Well, in this case, I can go in and drill down using the right arrow, drill down into a specific album, play a specific uh, song. Uh, and launch, launch, uh, launch Bar is particularly great at that. Um, but for example, Quicksilver, the thing that's that is easy to forget about Quicksilver, about what makes it truly powerful and worth the nerdiness is it lets you create what I would call um, functional sentences. So you, you, you uh, go into Quicksilver and you type something. Let's say you type something like the name of a text file. Okay. Okay. So now that text file has been selected. The second that it's been selected, a second pane pops up and that's, you can almost think of it as a bunch of verbs. So the, the subject of the sentence is to this text file, and now the, you pick what that verb is. That verb might be just open this file. That verb might be move this somewhere else. Um, yeah, that verb might be you, you type open with. And then a third pane opens up and you choose what app to open that file with. Um, it could also be stuff like zip this file, in which case it then returns, comes back, and like the thing that you just zipped is now the first thing. Like, what do you want to do with this thing? Is it just zipped, mm. right? So you can create these really complex sentences um, I don't know if I'm, I'm making a, a case for that, but I mean, I, I use this for so many things. And the famous one uh, for me is appending and prepending. So you can, you know, basically type something in or uh, and say append to and then pick what file you want that to go at the bottom, the last line of. You can browse in text files. You can have a text file come up, you hit the right arrow and you see each line of the text file in there. 
So if there's little bits of information you use a lot, you could do that. You can also have something called a shelf, where if there's little bits of information that maybe wouldn't be perfect for a text expander, um, you know, you could store that in there. It'll remember your clipboard, the last N items in your clipboard. But the, the way to think of it is, imagine if you had this Lego set for your Mac, where you could snap pretty much anything that could be snapped together, you can snap together with Quicksilver. And then on top of it all, uh, one of the great nerd features that kept me with it for so long, really the feature that kept me with it way beyond when it was sensible to stay with a, what was then an increasingly slow and unstable app, were triggers. And so you can, anything that you can do in Quicksilver, you can make a trigger for. And so any of the most crazy bananas things that you can come up with, you can then make a key command and it just does it. Um, and then, you know, but then once you start getting in the rhythm of that, once you really start using it a lot, you learn stuff like command uh, escape, which obviously doesn't work in TextMate, but it takes whatever you select it and sends it to Quicksilver. So if you're, if you're in the finder and you have an item selected and you hit command escape, Quicksilver comes up, and that's what's selected now. You didn't have to drag anything. You didn't have to do anything. There's something, um, this is a really silly tour probably, something we used to call the comma trick. I think that's what it's called, which is that you can go into Quicksilver, and I, let's say I start typing, and there's a, I go to text file one, and then I hit comma, and I type again. I find text file two. I hit comma. And each time I do this, a little icon appears is added to a little stack underneath. So basically every time I hit comma and I'm adding another file to a notional stack. So I could add 10 things with this comma trick, then tab into the next pane and say zip all of these into a new thing. I mean, it's unless you've used it, it it's again, like I said to Mike, this is like telling people you have to watch Buffy. Mm-hmm. Like if you haven't if you haven't done it yet, it won't make that much sense, but I guess all I would say is I'm I I'm using Quicksilver again. I'm 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 blown away by some of the new features. Uh, it's still a little pokey. After Launch Bar, everything feels pokey because Launch Bar is so fast. Don't you think? No, it is. And, and that's the thing is that the speed, and I think that's why Syracuse, he still prefers Launch Bar. It is really, really Doesn't fast. Doesn't he? Or is he switched? No, he's, he's Quicksilvering, isn't he? I don't recall. I know he was a Quicksilver guy. Um, but, you know, for people who are really good at the terminal... I mean, I remember people making fun of me on 43 folders. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's this thing you guys should check out for being able to hook all this information together and, and do stuff. And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's called He's, the He says lock. in the chat room he still uses Quicksilver. Oh my God, is he listening to the show? I get apparently. He's, he's, he's probably not listening to the show. He's probably just in the chat room. Wow, that really buoys me. I thought he was done with me. You um, know, he's on that incomparable show. They let him on all the time. Well, yeah, I mean, you should see the difference in downloads when he's on it. What? Through the roof? Huh? Through the roof. <clears throat> they talk about bags of holding. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, some of the new features that are, that are worth mentioning. And so, so again, like, I'm just here to talk about Quicksilver because it's been around for years now. And, uh, you know, whenever you hear something's going open source or is going, you know, from being a one developer thing to not, I, I, I think there's a pretty good reason a lot of us roll our eyes and go, okay, well... I'll check back in with that. <laughs> you know, like when you heard TextMate was, you know, going to go that way. I mean, sometimes it turns out great. And in the case of Quicksilver, um, I have to say, I don't want to say I was wrong, but I was definitely not 100% right. I am, and I'm very pleased to say that. It's, these people should be very proud of their work, that they've kept this all together. But anyway, just in my own defense, it got to a point where I would go into the plugin section of Quicksilver when I was still like hanging on by a thread to this app that hadn't been updated in forever. And I would go in and like sort... If you ever go in and sort your plugins by date updated, 
And like so many of my plugins had not been updated since 2006, like stuff that I used. And, you know, and if you're doing something like the file manipulation tools, um, I mean, the stuff that really lets you go nut, nutty balls with this, like you're going to want to make sure that that's up to date with everything that, you know, your Mac can do until we're on ZFS plus. Well, I don't know if that's ever going <laughs> to. That was just for John. No. Um, anyway, uh, well, we and they've added it. new features. They've added one. Um, have you seen this thing they do called um, synonyms? Synonyms the is where two, two things are, um, are the, like a synonymous with one another where they're. Okay, sure, sure. Well, um, right now, I mean, one of the things that makes Quicksilver so great from day one is even after thing. just a Mm. Even after just a little, mm, mm. I finish. Go ahead, caller. Thank you. Nothing. Um, Anyway, synonyms are kind of cool because right now in Quicksilver, you type in a few letters, like whatever letters. As long as any of those letters match any part, it's going to do an incremental incremental search to find what that could match. And so, normally, if you want to open Microsoft Word, let's say you type MSW or WO. And if you do that and then select something a lot, it gets that, that that's what you want to use. Um, something I would not recommend when you first start using the app but that you can do and should do once you're a power user is you can you bring something up in Quicksilver, you hit tab to go to the second pane, and you can, uh, what's called, assign abbreviation, tab. And then in the next field now, you have an area where you can type what you want that abbreviation to always be. So if you've kind of selected, if you've used the same abbreviation for like three things in the past and you now definitely want one to win, that's a fast way to turbo past the algorithm hmm. Hmm. Uh, hmm. to make sure that it, that it remembers it. The synonyms is really neat. But so right up, to, up till now, I didn't know this, but up till now, um, those short, shortcuts would only, or abbreviations would only be applied when it matched parts of the name of what you were selecting. With synonyms now, you can go in and name anything, anything. It's pretty cool. So you can actually go into the preferences and in the example they show on the site, you can go in and, and uh, say that stuff, whenever I type stuff, that means my desktop. So like it becomes this outboard brain where like however it is you like to think about your work, Quicksilver can support that. I think we're probably, oh, we're not doing too bad on time, but we, you, you got to ditch soon. All I would say is that, um, well, really, you know, step zero, have a look at these different app launchers. I wouldn't spend all day you know, on all of them. I wouldn't spend weeks and weeks playing with them, but they are really, really powerful. And it's worth, maybe maybe one way to shortcut this, would it be careless for us to say who we think each might be best to start with? Yeah, no, do that. Um, <clears throat> I'll be honest. Um, Quicksilver right now is absolutely my, my go-to and I'm going to stick with it and I'm going to keep pairing my catalogs and plugins down in that real kabuki way to hopefully not to be ping pong, but hopefully make sure I make it as efficient as possible. Because, <laughs> you know, here's the thing, anything where it's indexing like that, if you've, if you've thrown up a jillion files in there that you don't really need, well, first of all, it's going to pollute your results. Like, like I say, if you've got source files from your um, Xcode stuff or whatever, and you don't need to have that in there, well, you don't want that on. Um, LaunchBar is great about letting you go in and like deselect all of these kinds of things. Their interface for that is great. Do you know what I mean? If you go into the catalog area, you can say, show me everything that's a markdown file. You can say, well, you know, stop indexing those, which would be crazy, but you could do that. Um, but I, you know, I want to, I'm going to stick with Quicksilver because I, again, I haven't looked at the Alfred, um, Alfred uh, workflows. Yet. But see, that's Alfred. the whole thing is that, that if you're doing workflows, you're saying that there's no better place to go. If you just want like a straight launcher, 
maybe Alfred is all right. But if, if you're doing workflow stuff, if you're doing that and you were taught, didn't you write that or say that all of that, the muscle memory almost for you is like, it's like coming Absolutely. back to it's that. Still, it's still there. Is this it's like you I would used... start with if you were just coming into this and you've never used a launcher before? I, I have to tell you, absolutely not. Um, unless, unless you really are like, if you want my advice as as like your pal Merlin that that you feel simpatico with, God bless you. Like, go try Quicksilver again. If you used to like Quicksilver, give it another try. And um, you you know you might want to you might want to start from scratch. I didn't. Uh, everything still worked great. You, you know, you might want to start from scratch, but just to make sure everything's as efficient as can be. But I, I, I don't have any authority to say that this helps a lot, but I have gone in and turned off any catalogs and plugins that I know I don't need. So if I go in there and for any of your catalogs, any collections of stuff like applications. So on our applications, I see the number like 11, 1152, because there's so many different things that are applications on my Mac. If I go in somewhere and say like home folder, I don't think that's an automatic one. Like home folder, oh my gosh, that's so much stuff. Well, one of the neat things in Quicksilver now is I can go in and say, yeah, scan my home folder to this depth. So like all I want to see are things along the lines of desktop, movies, music, et cetera. I could say go to Dropbox and scan my top level items. But then what I would do if for Dropbox, I wouldn't have it scan the whole thing personally. Uh, <clears throat> I have a folder in deep in the hierarchy called documents. So I would throw documents in there and say, index this to two levels. And if I can't find it, I'll go to Spotlight. But I don't want to bog down. You know, again, this is a little bit like sewing extra pockets into your pants to have stuff you don't need. Like, I want Quicksilver to be very responsive. Uh, so what I would say is, like, if, you're, if you are a nerd and you got some time to kill, and you probably are, and you probably are, <laughs> sure, have a look at Quicksilver. It is, it is definitely worth looking at again. I have to say, um, I, I, don't, I don't, again, because I haven't used Alfred, I don't know if I feel qualified to say this. I will tell you this. Um, when, um, his real name is Nicholas, when, when Alcor decided he couldn't do Quicksilver anymore and was like ready to hand over the reins, you know, he basically said, go to launch bar. That's what I'm using. <laughs> and if, if there's, if you don't, you know, what else could you hear to make you want to like try another app yeah, and the really. developer of your app saying, I'm not using my own app anymore. Launch bar is so fast. It's so pretty. It's so easy to use. It's so out of your way. And launch bar has been what I've been using for years. And I, I really love it and really recommend it. Um, it is, I, I have to think that it is probably the, I don't want to say simplest, but the most elegant of these launchers where, you know, you can go in and trick it out and you can go in and do these weird kind of callback girls to do crazy stuff that would be easier to do in Quicksilver. Like appending to a file is a little bit acrobatic in launch bar and it's just built in with Quicksilver if you have the right plugin installed. Um, you know, and, and again, for a long time with Quicksilver, that community was so broad and deep that people were coming up with all this crazy stuff to interact with, you know freaking everything. And I think before Fantastical, uh, you know, there was, there was a kind of, I don't know if it was natural language, but it was, there was a pretty easy way to add calendar events without having to go to a calendar. For the first time I ever saw that was in Quicksilver. Um, but, you know, if you want a way to just have a quick inroad to getting why this stuff is great, get LaunchBar. It's very easy to set up. They're great at walking you through the setup. It's real simple to use. Um, I would say if you're app curious, uh, I would say definitely go have a look at, um, at Alfred. Uh, it has definitely very quickly become the go-to among a lot of my productivity nerd friends. And every time I mention anything like this, there's a, a I think it's, it's a cult hit right now for sure. Um, and, uh, I don't know if I'll have time today, but I'll try and find some links. Um, uh, you could probably save yourself some trouble by going to the usual suspects like Brett Terpstra and, and whatnot. There are great links to workflows out there right now that you can find, uh, in Alfred. Um, let me go look one up just as an example. 
Do you think you'll uh, have a look? I'll have a look. I'll look at whatever you tell me to. Yeah. Well, that's. I wasn't going to say this, but but part of the thing is that, you know, I I've learned to not spend too much time on stuff like this. You know what I mean? And this is nothing against anything, anybody, whatever. But I mean, it's a it's an important thing for me to not spend all my time trying an app because in the past that's been a something that I would do for too long. Um, that's why it's kind of cool. If you are somebody who's not using this stuff or hasn't used it in a while, you get to come in with beginner's mind and judge for yourself. I will say this, that when I, when I, when Quicksilver finally got too weird for me, um, and that was a really hard thing for me to let go of Quicksilver because it's my, probably my favorite Mac app of all time. Um, that, but then I opened up launch bar and even on my pretty slow Mac, like the second I hit it, it was working. Whereas with Quicksilver, sometimes you know, it'd be like waking up grandpa, you got to rock the bed a little bit and cook some coffee to like get him stimulated. With this, with this, it was really, really fast. So I'm looking here at uh, alfredforum.com and there's a section here with all kinds of workflows in them. If you want to see what people are, hey, wow, there's a bunch of people I know from Twitter on here. Weird. <gasps> Look at all these faces. This is super creepy. Um, workflows for running Brett Terps' cheaters thing, which is a great thing. Menu search. Revealing the finder. So, so already this is fantastic. If you're lo- looking into uh, Alfred, go f- look at these workflows because, you know, these are more than recipes. These are basically little microwave meals that are going to be really delicious and somebody else did all the cooking. Here's the thing, Dan. What a lot of people don't realize is a microwave is a box. And a box is just something that holds other things. And if you can hold other things in your box that turn into a delicious meal, marry her. <laughs> Back in a minute. So... Um, I may have more to say about Quicksilver uh, in the fullness of time. I'm I'm very excited that it's back, and it, it's kind of like necking with an old girlfriend. Like it's kind of weird, but it feels pretty good. And uh, I I I'm very excited to, like you said, it's it's just weird that like all this stuff I knew about but haven't used in a while, it came straight back to me, you know. And there's this at the heart of it, the stupid geek part of me is so excited to go back in there and like, see what's in there. You can do stuff like, like change the order in which commands would run the likelihood of that. Like there's waiting that you can do. You can send things from your Gmail account from like this one pane, send directly to an address. Um, all this crazy stuff. The problem was for me that it it got, forgive my saying it, it got too undependable and too slow uh, to make it worth that while. And believe me, I hung on for so long. But um, I think it's worth looking at again. Have a look at Quicksilver if you're a giant nerd. If you were away for a while, at least go and play with it a little bit. See how it works for you. I, I, I Again, I don't have authority on this, but I'm guessing if it's super duper schmooper, slow and wonky, I would maybe do a fresh install because you've probably got some old crazy things in the mnemonics file that are clotting it up. You might have something in the clipboard like I did. I had something in the clipboard that was like multiple megs. I have no idea how that affected performance. Wow. Um, but that was from like years ago. Then it was still in there. Um, and then Alfred looks like the up and comer right now. Mm-hmm. So I hope we're not going to get a bunch of mean toots that we didn't talk about. Uh, Butler. But, 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 Oliver. <laughs> Solver. <laughs> I bet you hate when I send you things in Solver. That must be so confusing. No, I like that. I bet Hattie loves that. Yeah, she does. She digs it. Solver is so addictive. Oh my god, it's such a great app. Well, I use I think Solver. Solver. Um, <laughs> I think that's it. You know, can I mention just one more thing before we go? Because mm. um, we should go. Uh, I 
I need to find out who told me about this. Somebody on Twitter told me about this. And boy, is this ever a don't yell at me if something breaks thing. Uh, is it called ML Post Factor? Is that the name? So I've been whining ML Post something like that. Um, I've been whining for a while now about how, how, how nutty it is to me that my <laughs> admittedly a ancient um, Mac Pro can't run Mountain Lion. Especially because, you know, you and I enjoy, at least I enjoy, uh, having messages with you throughout the day. But doing that, having to run over to my phone and do that becomes tiresome. It's nice to be able to type on the computer. I don't, I'm probably going to have to break down and buy an iMac. And it's killing me because I don't want to buy a computer. But, but for now, there's this thing that you can get. Um, I think it's called ML Post. It's in show notes. So let me look it up. And I don't know how this thing works. It can't be safe. But, but ML Post Factor. It basically lets you install Mountain Lion on an unsupported, an officially unsupported Mac. And uh, I won't go through all of it. It's a little bit Byzantine, but basically I, I, I did this with a thumb drive. You create a partition drive where you have an install area and, and so forth. And you basically put a, I got a copy of Mountain Lion on my MacBook Air where it works fine. So I just dragged that from the app folder onto this thing. Um, and then there's this, there's this app called ML Post Factor that does some kind of probably extremely dangerous thing that lets an unsupported Mac run Mountain Lion. And I did it, and it worked. Um, <laughs> I did it on... Can you, like, do software updates and stuff? Um, you know what? Here's what I did. I, this is, boy, this is so Merlin, man. First of all, I spent half a day getting this thing set up because I, I'm... Stuff like, you know, Busy Cal is not going to get updated for Lion. And what it does on Mountain Lion is so awesome. You know, uh, pretty much every app, it's like, you know, it's that very Marco kind of thing. People are going to start doing more stuff that lets them, lets de that makes life easier for developers. They don't have to support old stuff and all the sexies on Mountain Lion. So I think it's Lion's wasting away. But then I created this thing. I did a backup and then I got a new, put a new drive in the uh, bay, and, uh, bay <laughs> the track bay. And uh, did a clean install. I mean, did a from scratch install on that drive. And I was able to boot up into the Mountain Lion drive from the Mountain Lion drive and do a migration assistant. The migration assistant was really weird and not everything was there, but I think that's probably Mountain Lion related, but it totally worked. But then the other Merlin man, the smarter Merlin man went, okay, you did it. Until you got a little more time, how about we stop right there, boot back into Lion and do your work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but for anybody who, who like me, is, is reluctant to go out and buy, um, spend no, you know, at least $1,000 on a new computer in order to run a new operating system, uh, if you've got the backups and you've got the time and the beer, you can go ahead and uh, try this um, ML post factor. You ever worry about stuff? Is it like running Haxies, do you think? Is that like that running the ape? Does that, would that worry you to run something like that? No. That wouldn't, do it. that wouldn't worry me at all. You're not delirious at all right now? No. You sound great. I don't, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, but you know, you're, 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 you're fighting hard. It's like your last days. You and, you and Tenzing These Norgay are my final, these are my last days. These are the final days. These are the salad days. That's hmm. right. I'll whisper no. <laughs> Why are, you, what are you reading that again for? Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I can't be Daredevil all the time. Man's got to take a break. All right. You like Daredevil? Mm, no. No, I do you not. Ever seen a, you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> You're mixing like your metaphors here. <laughs> oh, God. 
I love you. Is it? Okay. Love you too, Merlin Man. What, what, why would that be confusing to you when I say I love you? You know what that means. It means that we're wrapping the show. You, you ever watch Dr. Katz, professional therapist? No. Oh my God. It's so great. Yeah, every show would end. Is this the end of the show or are we? No, we're done. We're done. You don't want to say your thing? My thing? I did. You want to button this up? Are you doing a marker? No, I haven't done one yet. Marker. Ready? No, no marker. We just, uh, I'm rolling. In three, <laughs> two. Okay, you want to button this up? Sure. I love you. Love you too, Merlin Man. Mm-hmm.